Okay. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to my podcast. My name is Ariana Donovan. For those of you who do not know me or are not familiar with this, um, today I am sitting with my friend, I guess, new friend, Gigi Jones. Um, She does photography. We're going to be talking about Instagram censorship and how it impacts creatives. So uh, who are you and what do you do? Uh, I'm Gigi. Uh, I'm a photographer from Regina, Saskatchewan. I mostly specialize in portraits, but I also really like fashion and fine art photography. And you can check me out on Instagram at Gigi Jones underscore, and that's Gigi with a J, not a G. (laughs) Awesome. So yeah, um, we know each other just because we've been following each other on social media for a while. Um, And we arranged to do a photo shoot today, so I thought this could be a good time to also record our podcast since we had this scheduled like about a week ago and then the blizzard happened, so we couldn't really do that. And yeah, um, so why did we choose this topic? I was mostly, I was talking to her about it when Instagram's new censorship rules came in around December 20th um, because she had posted something on her story and then she got into it with like how she felt about it just like in her experience um, as a creative and things like that. So uh, I guess I'll pass it over to her to explain why she feels so strongly about the topic as well. Yes, I feel really strongly about this topic because I've been creating art for a long time and not necessarily art that really follows Instagram censorship rules. I like to work with themes like nudity and sensuality and I also like to create art that's a bit on the darker side, but I kind of, when I saw the new censorship rules going into place, I kind of felt like, well, maybe I should step back from this because there's not going to be a lot of opportunity to share it anymore. And I've seen so many creatives, not even ones that are necessarily specifically creating adult content, but that affects them as well. But people who are creating art that just happens to have adult themes in it and seeing them struggle with having their work be able to be shared. Like, uh, Lots of like local people too. What's like on? Fantasma. Yeah, Fantasma had his account taken down, and uh, I know Alicia Marie has been struggling a lot. I don't think I know who that is. But... She does like a boudoir in Saskatoon. Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, she's like had so many posts like taken down. Yeah. She tried starting yeah. a Twitter and it got taken down. So, just you know, like it's not even yeah, like you see it just affecting people outside of our bubbles. Like local people too are being affected. Mm-hmm. And even civilians I've seen being affected, like people that aren't models or creatives mm-hmm. just posting selfies. I know somebody who had their selfie taken down for being sexually suggestive, and it was wow. just like, yeah, like, it's, it's just a lot. That's ridiculous. Um, especially with, like, the, the people who, like, aren't even modeling or doing photography or anything like that. That's a little bit of an overkill, yeah. I think. Um, so anyway, um, to, can you... To continue on with the topic, um, I'm just going to provide some facts about the censorship rules, specifically with Instagram, Um, although I have noticed like Twitter and Facebook, of course, have been updating theirs as well, and they're all relatively the same. Um, I haven't really looked into their rules specifically for every individual platform, but uh, for Instagram, at least, this is what happened. Uh, They updated their terms of use last month, and it officially went into effect on December 20th, 2020. Um, In an article written by Sophie K. Rosa for Nova... Nova Ra Media. Hmm. Interesting. I I, I remember not knowing how to pronounce it when I was actually looking at the source, too, and it's just deja vu anyway um on november 21st 2020 it states that the guidelines spell out extensive and specific rules regarding to objectionable content 
<laughs> These include attempted coordination of or recruitment for adult sexual services, explicit sexual solicitation, and posts that implicitly or directly offer or ask for sexual solicitation and suggestive elements. Um, also including not only nudity, but also regional sexualized slang and contextually specific or commonly used sexual emojis and also erotic art. So I just, the emoji thing when I read that, I was just like, really? You know, like who doesn't use a peach emoji? Especially if you're like, if you're like posting a photo and you're in like a bikini or something. It's just like, it's a fucking emoji. <laughs> I just, ugh. But anyway, that happened. I also read something, I don't have it written down at the moment, but I also read something that they were in a lawsuit as well for um, their privacy, something like that. You know, it's part of the uh, terms of service and privacy policy. That's what it's called. Um, they're allowed to sell any photos that you post to this one certain company. It's called, I don't know if I have it written down. Oh, it's called a Clearview, Clearview AI. Okay. Yeah. So they're allowed to sell any photos you post. Um, it gives them complete the complete right to do that because you've agreed to it. Uh, I remember reading something as well that they're also in a lawsuit for allowing your front camera to be used or something like that while you're using the app. I don't know. Um, I didn't read too much into that and I don't have it uh, written down in front of me right now right now <laughs> excuse the voice crack but i don't have it written down in front of me um so yeah if you guys want to go look it up that would probably be best so moving forward um i guess we'll go through with the questions how do you feel your online presence has been impacted since the new censorship rules came into place well for me personally what i was really interested in taking my photography journey is I really love lingerie and I'd love to work with lingerie brands I'd love to do boudoir and work with like glamour models and stuff like that but now that I see so many people getting their work taken down like work that's censored work that's not necessarily even showing something very explicit it's mm -hmm. just like the female body pretty much now I kind of question like is it really worth it because if people can't see what you're offering like what kind of photos you do and know that you're worth it to pay you for yeah, those kinds of photos absolutely. why would they why would they want to and it makes me question like is it really even worth building a business around that right now and even like just creating art for fun because I like taking photos for fun of that mm -hmm. kind of stuff it's just like if I can't share it with anybody what's the point mm -hmm. and of course. Yeah, like, I'm just kind of of the opinion that, like, art is something that you share with people. Mm -hmm. It's a reflection not only of yourself, but of the culture. Mm -hmm. But if you can't engage with the culture surrounding your art, really, well, what's the point? Of course, yeah. Absolutely. I think this also kind of relates to the body positivity blogs as well that are on Instagram. Um, I feel like those are also going to probably be impacted a lot, you know. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, there is such a thing as over censorship. Once you're unable to talk about not necessarily like offensive topics, but just difficult ones, it does become become more of an issue in real life to actually be able to process it when you do come to a situation that involves having to have those skills um so what does adult content entail to you and what does it not mean well i think 
I think the big problem with adult content is people hear that and they automatically think that means like explicit pornography. And obviously nobody wants explicit porn on Instagram. That's not the place to be. But um, you know, it's just it's such a wide ranging umbrella, like anything to do with the female body. What if you're a lingerie model? What if you're somebody that likes to do like fine art nude photography? What if you're someone like I've even seen people that they draw mm-hmm. nudes and their their drawings of nudes have been taken down even. So that's kind of like what the problem is, is yes, we, we know automatically that these censorship rules are going to affect sex workers more than anyone else, but it's going to have wide reaching implications for people who aren't necessarily in that niche that say you're even just a model that mm-hmm. mostly you do fashion, but what if you do a lingerie mm-hmm. shoot and you want to share it? Mm-hmm. Well, your account could get flagged for that and your entire portfolio is at risk then. It's yeah. Yeah. Like, there are ways around it. Um, I I will say, even though there are, like, censorship rules on social media, you can always make your own website and post, like, more lingerie pics there. Um, But the fact of the matter is, if it's a free network, we shouldn't be having to constantly seek out more, I guess, lenient websites and apps with policies like that, you know? Um, So anyway, yeah. um, Like you mentioned, even if just as a model with who's doing lingerie, what model, like, hasn't done boudoir at some point in their career? Like, it's it's such an essential part of your portfolio just because, like, you know, they do really stress di- diversity and stuff and what you shoot. Like, you may be a fashion model, but you'll also have to have experience in glamour or commercial modeling and e-client e-clienteling cheese e-commerce cheese sorry that's uh, something from my job that i just quoted <laughs> but um anyway we've seen this pattern happen before also on a separate social media platform which is tumblr um i think you and i briefly discussed this I in our conversation yeah because yeah we were talking about tumblr anyway as you mentioned in one of our previous conversations um do you believe its users those affected by it would use the app or uh, flee from it? Uh, I think Tumblr, obviously, you can see in in the stats Mm -hmm. that they have had a dip in usership since they banned adult content. And I really think it was a mistake for them to ban adult content. I've seen a lot of, I've done a lot of research on understanding why. And Mm -hmm. what I'm pretty sure what happened is there's laws going into effect in the states that hold websites accountable for the stuff that their users post, which is... And also yeah. a little foolish in a way, you yeah. know, because uh, is it a platform or a distributor That's kind of thing true. that you I, think about? Very true. I feel if they're holding the websites accountable, maybe what they should be doing instead of holding whoever runs the website accountable is trying to find the VPN of whoever is posting the supposedly illegal thing. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but just from experience, because I've been on Tumblr since I was like 14 on an anonymous little blog that I have. Um... You know, there there are lots of kids and teenagers mm-hmm. on that app, like, even still to this day. And even though, like, we shouldn't really having be having the censorship things, we should be having them for younger kids, you know? Mm-hmm. So they aren't able to post any nude pictures of themselves oh, and possibly be exploited or anything. Because, again, from experience, there's lots of, like, porn bots on tumblr (laughs) that still follow you and it's like oh i got a new follower never mind goodbye (laughs) i think that's like that's kind of like i think that's what instagram's gonna run into is yes you pushed the independent creators that make that kind of content off your site but now is 
bots, oh, you yeah. know? Okay. Like, Speaking of which, I've also had porn bots follow me on not even just my public profile, but on my personal one as well. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you know, and it's already starting to slowly kind of evolve into that. Yeah, definitely. Even on Facebook, mm-hmm. you get like randoms requesting you and you look at somebody. Oh, it's a bot, yeah, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or they like react to your profile picture or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm a mom, right? Like, mm-hmm. I have a four year old daughter, so like, I, I care about these things from the perspective of a parent. Obviously, I don't want my daughter to be exposed to that kind of thing before of she's course. ready. Yeah. But this might be a controversial opinion. I don't think it's the internet's job to raise your kids, though. No, like, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I personally, um, I don't want kids until, like, I'm at least, like, almost 30, like, around that age. I want to be able to really build my career until I have children. Um, but that's always something that's been important to me, especially because I have younger siblings, really teaching them values that aren't societal values, necessarily, you know. Teaching them both, but teaching them in a way that isn't you have to do it like this or it's wrong yeah definitely and i think that something that we should be doing anyways not just because of internet like censorship for adult content Mm -hmm. in particular is kids need to be taught more about media literacy because even if they're not going to be exposed to adult things like they're still impacted by what they see on tv Mm -hmm. like i had to have a I had to have a conversation with my four-year-old that ghosts aren't real, just and she insists that they are because she saw them on Paw Patrol. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. it's it's like a it's a widespread issue. I feel like they're that we should have age mm-hmm. filters in place, obviously, but I think them trying to sanitize the internet to save the children <laughs> or whatever it's foolish like it should be parents teaching children media literacy and maybe even schools should have courses on media literacy for young children like Absolutely. they're gonna learn how to type and stuff anyways why not work that into the computer curriculum too at the same oh, yeah. time and not only that but also just critical thinking skills you know i find even adults uh sometimes if you meet them they don't have that Um, and it's like it's just I don't mean that in an offensive way but some people will literally like they will believe anything that they read like right off the bat or that they see and they don't bother to question it or really look at the whole situation and um, you know it's unrelated but it's never like this side's right this side's wrong it's always like there's a complete other story that's going on and nobody knows and it's wrong to assume that you know, just because uh, that thing's happening, that, say, like, sex workers, that because they're banned, they're necessarily not good for anybody, you know? That's not necessarily the case. It's just, you know, a different experience, and I wish people would be more open-minded. Yeah, they're providing a service after mm-hmm. all. If there wasn't a demand for it, what, who would be paying them? Absolutely, yeah, exactly. And not only that, but, like, um, because I don't necessarily do that, but, like, you know to each their own, of course. I do follow a couple of my friends who have OnlyFans and stuff like that. I don't ever see them posting actual nudity on Instagram, you know? I feel like that's kind of self-explanatory. Oop, jeez, my coffee almost spilled. (laughs) You would never, like, you would never want to have, like, your titties out or anything like that. Like, I just, that's unclassy to begin with, in my opinion. Like, if it empowers you, by all means, go ahead. But for me, I would just feel uncomfortable doing it. And... I'm not the only one that feels that way. I know there's not only like one person that is okay with having nudity on their page or anything, but that's just my preference. And um, yeah, you know, it's a uh, free will, you know. Yeah. Anyway, so 
Let's see. We already talked about Tumblr. Um, do you as a photographer feel comfortable posting pictures of your clients? Knowing one of Instagram's new policies makes them legally able to harvest and sell the photos you post to AI companies such as Clearview AI. And uh, important note, Clearview's founder has acknowledged that he would like to sell his technology to authoritarian authoritarian governments and police forces and they're actively being sued by ACLU for it. Oh boy, what a <laughs> question. See, like, I haven't heard anything about this before. Like I know a lot about the like the laws going into place that are forcing them to do mm-hmm. censorship in the first place, but you know what the you know what that kind of reminds me of? It reminds me of DeviantArt. Mm. Like um, on DeviantArt, I remember there was a big controversy a couple years ago because they can sell your not just your photos but also like your digital art to mm-hmm. other companies. And I've seen online, like on Twitter and stuff, people posting like, "Hey, this is my drawing. What's it doing on a shirt at a store right yeah. now?" Like I didn't authorize that. So it kind of it kind of feels like that a little bit to me. And mm-hmm. I know like when that happened on DeviantArt, like I deleted my DeviantArt accounts. Yeah. Like it's not worth it. So hearing this about Instagram. Instagram, well, it's scary. Like that's my intellectual property, you know. Yeah, like I worked, I worked hard to be able to make that, and not only is there a risk that somebody's gonna profit on it, but now they're gonna use it against the people. It's, yeah. it, ma- it makes me uncomfortable. Well, honestly, right? Like, um, that's kind of part of the. I deactivated my Facebook recently, but that's a big reason for it, just because I don't support over censoring everything Mm -hmm. and the only reason i even still have my instagram is because of all of my professional stuff that i'm doing oh yeah definitely and you know like just because excuse me i don't necessarily believe in over censoring doesn't necessarily mean that i support people being like oh like fuck this and blah 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 blah. like you know you know the people i'm talking Mm -hmm. about yeah like i don't necessarily support that at all i think that feeds into a negative energy but I just, I also believe in free will. And if something makes you uncomfortable, you don't have to give it power. You want to know what this kind of reminds me of? Mm-hmm. So this is like unrelated, but like I really care about movies. Like film is something I'm really passionate about. And something that in the film community that we've all noticed is that Disney has a crazy amount of the market share right now. Mm-hmm. Like Disney doesn't just own like their studio. Like they also bought like 21st Century Fox and all of that. So I'm pretty sure that their share of like the, the whole market share for... Mm-hmm film and tv media is like 65 percent so like they're like a majority and something that we've noticed in the film community is well if they're the majority they kind of dictate what kind of films get to be made and we can see that in movie theaters when you go to the movies and there's like only four to five non-disney movies playing and then there's like four theaters dedicated to the new marvel movie or like frozen 2 or whatever and the the point of that is it doesn't necessarily mean that the content that disney produces is bad it just means that it's kind of it's bad for the culture because you're restricting what people can do to express themselves well, yeah, yeah absolutely and as i said once again you know free will that also goes into freedom of speech mm-hmm. um i don't necessarily think that you know a super violent movie should be played for everyone in theaters mm-hmm. but that's why it's rated right exactly. that's why they have ratings and just because you're sensitive to something doesn't mean somebody has to completely avoid it to make you comfortable exactly mm-hmm. and the thing that's really bothers me about instagram is they've like they've proven that they have the technology to age filter stuff mm-hmm. you know like you can't access like a weed company or alcohol or a gambling company without having to pass like age filters but you know you can access without age filters you can go to Pornhub's instagram oh of course. you can go to playboy's instagram mm-hmm. without age filters 
like they have the technology in place why aren't we utilizing well, this yeah, absolutely you know? right um okay so next question um as a consumer do you feel protected on instagram do you feel like your privacy is protected on instagram <laughs> oh god no. <laughs> no 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 yeah like no, like, there's no way that your privacy can be protected on Instagram. Especially after everything we just talked about. Yeah, like, it's like they're, like, Facebook, like, all caps Facebook as a company is just, it's really shady. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, there's a reason they got, what was it, the Supreme Court that Zuckerberg had to go yeah, in front of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, um, I read something as well that Facebook stock had actually dropped by a couple trillion dollars or something like that. Um, I don't know if it was a trillion or if it was like a billion, but it was a really big number is my point. And Zuckerberg is not the only one that that's happening to. I believe it's also happening to Jeff Bezos and somebody else, but it was just something that I saw scrolling, you know, so. Uh, That could explain why they're taking more drastic measures. I had like, I had a conversation with, uh, like Les Shell, I think yeah we had oh con- yeah yeah that guy. Nice. yeah we had a conversation about it and like his opinion um, I'm paraphrasing I'm sorry Les if I <laughs> if I'm getting your opinion wrong but he thinks it has to do with advertisers oh. he thinks that that's why the Instagram doesn't want like questionable content quote unquote mm-hmm. on their platform is because advertisers don't want to advertise Pepsi alongside a pair of titties basically <laughs> but the same I mean like who doesn't love Pepsi and a pair of titties right and like <laughs> if the titties get them on Instagram to see your Pepsi ad why are you complaining exactly. it's like the YouTube adpocalypse all over again like why do you care so much exactly. if your product is next yes. ah oh. <laughs> so uh Last question, I guess you kind of already answered this. Off the top of your head, um, who all could be affected by these policies? You know, like, I guess pretty much everybody. Yeah, everybody. (laughs) Like, even if you're not somebody who's in a creative field, like I said, I know, like, civilians, if that's what we want to call them, Mm -hmm. that have had their stuff taken down. And people who, like, not necessarily photographers, like, uh, sex educators, Mm -hmm. LGBT educators, uh, people who work in lingerie, people who do body positivity. Uh, I really feel like these, these, uh, what would be the word? These policies are gonna disproportionately affect minorities as well Mm -hmm. because i've seen that before that even before these new policies went in like when a skinny white girl wants to post a revealing photo she's a higher chance of staying up when uh and if a black woman wants to post a revealing photo or if a fat woman wants to post Mm -hmm. a revealing photo they're disproportionately affected by that so it's just at the end of the day Instagram is a company. A company doesn't have our best interests at heart, but they control so much mm-hmm. of our culture now. Mm-hmm. And we have to really start asking the question, you know, should Instagram be allowed to treat basically like everything's like it's a distribution company or are they a platform for Absolutely. everybody to access Absolutely. equally? I completely agree with that. I think us as consumers need to be being more cautious about what we're ingesting every day on social media. Um, Sabrina and I briefly talked about this in the one that we did, but just being conscious about what you're seeing every day that even like, even though it may not seem like it, but what you're seeing definitely like affects how you think and everything like that. And if you're seeing negative things all day, stuff that makes you feel like um, just horrible, you know, about yourself, about the world, things like that, of course, it's going to negatively impact your mental health. And aside from just like censorship and everything like that, um, I think it's also important that we 
are aware of what the reality is, you know. Um, I'm just a very honest person to begin with, um, so I really, I, that's like one of my core values, I think, is honesty. Like, I really, really hate it when I'm lied to, mm-hmm. and not even just individually, but like, you know, by bigger things as well, because, you know, not even just like government-wise or, um, Instagram, Facebook, anything like that, censoring things that possibly don't need to be censored, um, you know, it's just, why lie if there's nothing to hide, or why censor it, and, um, not only that, why, (laughs) why censor people, like you said, um, of a different minority, you know, um, I don't think that we should necessarily be promoting this, like you said, skinny white girl ideal, um, and not show real people that still look like humans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just, it, it, it closes off the culture pretty much you know mm-hmm. like um, we if we don't have as much options to express ourselves if certain people are going to be censored more than others if uh, if smaller creators are going to be more affected by this like surely the Kardashians are not going to stop posting pictures of their ass because oh, of honestly, this you know honestly. like <laughs> big influencers and celebrities and stuff like that like time and time again they've been able to get away with breaking the previous guidelines so I don't have a lot of faith in Instagram that like the big people are gonna be fine. Us mm-hmm. little guys, anybody that's below ten thousand followers, it's it's gonna be hard. It's exactly. kind of like an uphill battle, and Instagram is already so difficult to mm-hmm. grow on. It's so difficult to find an audience and share your voice. Why make it more difficult, especially for marginalized communities? Absolutely. So, um, I think that actually kind of concludes all of our. Our questions here we're at 25 minutes so <laughs> uh, yeah it was uh, an intense conversation but anyway I think we're gonna close this out now so thank you guys for listening and um, like Gigi said you can follow her what's your Instagram again at uh, Gigi Jones with an underscore at the end okay awesome and mine is just Ariana with two A's at the end and Donovan that's my professional account at least but anyway um, if you guys want to follow us there um, we both post fairly regularly about just what we do and things like that she does photography i do modeling um as we stated at the beginning and yeah um i hope you guys have a great week ahead and we'll see you next sunday on the 31st bye